It's less than two months before Illinois' primary election, and we're starting to see just how tough the primary will be for some of the Democratic candidates. From now through the March 20th primary, WBEZ is going to take a closer look at the candidates and the issues ahead of the election to try to help you make sense of the latest political news and to learn a little bit more about this process we call democracy. There are scores of seats up for re-election, from the U.S. House to the governorship and a number of local races. We're going to give you the information you need to cast your ballot in March, helping us do that today. Today are WBEZ state political reporters Tony Arnold and Dave McKinney. There were stories this week about the race for governor. The Democrats held a debate, and I asked Tony to start there and tell us about it. There's this moment from the from the debate with the Democratic candidates for governor that really stood out and has been written about this week when Chris Kennedy was asked to say something nice about J.B. Pritzker. Mr. Kennedy? <laughs> I mean, I'm challenged in this election because I think that as Democrats, we believe government can be our ally. And when JB emerges as the poster child of all that's wrong with the corrupt system in our state, it's difficult for me to heap praise on him. And and that's where I unfortunately need to end it. Uh, you know, Kennedy, after the debate was over and the mics were off, he told reporters that he actually apologized to Pritzker for not saying something nice about his work on early childhood education. But the fact of the matter is when these moments are not untypical for coming up in debates and the fact that Kennedy had to regret what his answer was does not speak well for how he's running his campaign. And Tony, if I'm thinking about who I'm going to vote for in the primary or if I'm a Chris Kennedy supporter, who cares? Well, keep in mind, this is the Democratic Party primary, and these are supposed to be, you know, eventually allies once a nominee is selected by the Democratic voters. Uh, this is actually kind of typical to how Kennedy's run his campaign. He's been very critical of Democratic Party leadership in Illinois and Cook County. Uh, this is leadership that has, for the most part, supported J.B. Pritzker's campaign. So I think it does illustrate a lot about what kind of campaign Kennedy's run. There have been a lot of questions in the gubernatorial race about money, who's got it, who doesn't. Dave McKinney, uh, what have you been finding out about fundraising in this race? Kennedy's campaign is starving for money as well. I mean, we're seeing, uh, you know, in, in these quarterly reports, uh, they're, they're a few weeks old now. He's got about a million dollars in the bank, or he did at the end of the year. And he's not on television right now. That's a, that's a really important thing. He's having to be very judicious about how he's, how he's on the air. J.B. Pritzker, on the other hand, is up, and it seems like almost every week there's a new commercial from him. And, and even Daniel Biss, who has $3 million in the bank, and that's a respectable amount. He's on television. But Kennedy is just, he's kind of flailing about. You know, I want to pivot just a little bit from the Democrats to what's going on on the Republican side, Tony. There was a little bit under-the-radar story this week that involved uh, Bruce Rauner. It was a lawsuit that was filed against him that got unsealed and contained some allegations that may have made their way into the election. Tell us a little bit about it and why it matters. Uh, it it's matters this week because this lawsuit has been under seal. It hasn't been public. And it's been unsealed by the judge, the Cook County judge, this week. So we got a little bit of insight into uh, Rauner's business dealings, which is what this is about. This is not about his time as governor, but business dealings. And basically, this lawsuit is about whether Rauner has gotten what he is, deserves for this investment that he made. This is important for voters because it relates to his time as governor because Rauner, when he took office, said that he's putting his investments in a blind trust. 
interest so that there wouldn't be conflicts of interest for how he ran the state of Illinois compared to where he's making his money from. Uh, this calls that into question because the, according to this lawsuit, uh, Rauner had a meeting on the back porch of the governor's mansion. Uh, he also had a meeting in a swanky downtown Chicago club and about this about this lawsuit. And so it's it's really raised questions as to how blind is this blind trust really for Governor Rauner. Let's talk a little bit about sexual harassment that's been in the news. The Me Too movement continues to generate stories around the country. A while back, we heard about sexual harassment at the state capitol in Illinois, and now we're hearing an update on one of those stories. Dave McKinney, tell us about what's been happening this week in regards to that. Well, there was a complaint filed against State Senator Iris Silverstein from Chicago's north side. He's been in the, in the state Senate for more than a decade now. And back in, in October of last year, I mean, he was publicly outed by a victim rights uh, advocate named Denise Rothheimer. She, in open committee, basically laid out uh, a series of, of inappropriate contacts. That's what she called them. Where, at a point when, when Silverstein was carrying legislation on her behalf, these guys were, were corresponding back and forth late at night, early in the morning, all you know over and over again, 444-some pages of Facebook messages. And Silverstein was targeted by her with this complaint to the legislative ethics uh, person, Julie Porter. And just now, Thursday, we get uh, findings here. Porter did not find him guilty of engaging in sexual harassment. But for Silverstein himself, he didn't get a clean bill of health by any means. I mean, Porter found that uh, he engaged in conduct that was unbecoming of a legislator. And and uh, she went on to say that that was a violation of state ethics laws. And so while there's no punishment for that, uh, legally, there could be punishment at the the ballot box. Now you can imagine Denise Rothheimer furious. Do I think that her investigation is thorough and complete? No. So, you know, between now and March twentieth, it's going to be a very interesting thing. I don't think Denise Rothheimer is going away by any stretch of the imagination for Iris Silverstein. I think he's he's got a big primary fight on his hand. Uh, and this is going to be an issue that he has to contend with over and over and over again. We've got about a minute left. So one of the things I wanted to do is uh, end our little chat with a segment that kind of lifts the curtain on the democratic process or helps people learn a little bit about it. So this week, best piece of tape that we didn't get to hear on the radio. Tony, let's start with you. I'm going to go back to the Democratic governor's debate and actually what happened afterward, which is that uh, one of the candidates who's running uh, but doesn't get um, very much attention at all is Robert Marshall. And one of his big proposals is actually dissolving the state of Illinois that he hopes to govern to turn it into three states. Um, after the debate ended and Marshall made his case for why he thinks that that's reasonable, uh, he actually just told reporters, you know, I'm just happy to be here, guys. May I, the uh, establishment in this state has tried to deprive me of uh, running. They've not invited me to many forums. They've uh, prevented me from talking. And I was actually surprised that I was invited here. Uh, so I can, I would like to introduce myself. And that's Robert Marshall, Democratic candidate for Illinois governor. Well, maybe we'll see more of Robert Marshall in some of the future debates. And what about you, Dave McKinney? One of Silverstein's challengers is Rom Villivallum. Uh, he, he basically is spelling out what his campaign playbook is going to be between now and March 20th when it comes to, to going after uh, Iris Silverstein. Voters will have to decide uh, if they want someone that has violated the Illinois Governmental Ethics Act to continue to represent them. So, uh, yeah, Ira Silverstein has got a, a big fight on his hands. 
That's WBEZ State Political Reporters Tony Arnold and Dave McKinney who are joining us. Thank you both for coming in. Thanks, Mama. Thanks, Mama. And you're listening to WBEZ. You can download the Illinois Elections 2018 podcast anywhere you download your podcasts.